Welcome to The Positivity Effect, where paying it forward and doing something positive in someone's life can provide them with the confidence and motivation to do the same for someone else. Like a stone dropped into a lake, let's create a ripple effect of positivity throughout our world. And it begins with your host, Dr. Thomas Retcher. Hey, what's up, guys? Dr. Tom here, and you're listening to The Positivity Effect, episode number 81, Lessons from a Millennial. Thank you guys so much for tuning into today's show. We have a great one lined up for you. Just a few things. As always, come find me on Snapchat. My username is tretcher. A lot of fun behind-the-scenes stuff going on, as well as connecting with you guys and hearing about how the show is impacting your life. And number two, the Positivity Effect store, unfortunately, is not up and running yet. There's a few things we're still trying to work out, so I'm going to keep you guys posted as soon as that goes live. So today we have Ravan Koch back on. We had a wonderful uh, conversation yesterday just about entrepreneurship and millennials, and he's back today, and we're, we're really talking about what what are those things that millennials, what the things that hold them back, and you know, what's up with this millennial generation, you know, that we spoke about yesterday. And today we even talk about common struggles and finding happiness and productivity and and gratitude, especially coming from a millennial. And I want you guys, especially if you are a millennial, to check out millennialschoolofentrepreneurship.com to see what Robin's doing and, and possibly how he can coach you to take something that you are passionate about and turn it into a business, turn it into a, uh, the dream of yours. So you can reach out to Robin at RobinCoke.com. You can also email him at rcoke at RobinCoke.com. And again, guys, check him out at Millennial School of Entrepreneurship. So help me welcome him back to The Positivity Effect. Hey, what's up, Robin? Welcome back. Day two, Positivity Effect. Hey, Dr. Tom. Thanks for having me back again. I thought you were going to get rid of me. (laughs) (laughs) No way. No way, man. Thank you so much for coming back and spending some time with my audience. It's always awesome connecting with a fellow hustler, entrepreneur, you know, and you're out there making making your dream happen. It's so inspiring to see what you're doing. So I want to ask you a question because you- Sure. Go ahead. With self-publishing- Mm-hmm. A lot of people, I think, listening, they've, they've thought about that. they thought about how could they also get into that or they have a dream or they have something they want to write about. What has been, for you, what has been one of the biggest challenges about self-publishing and but what, also what has been one of the greatest to you, maybe gifts or greatest um, after doing it, something, maybe some, sometimes a, a thing when you see 2020 is hindsight after actually going through the whole process? You know, the biggest hurdle for me for self-publishing was really that I don't like writing. And, you know, I'm like, wow, how am I going to how am I going to put a book out there when I don't like to write? So that was like the biggest hurdle for me. Um, But uh, again, like we talked about in the other in the the day one, it was all about, you know, being productive and how to use 80 20. So, you know, I just uh, I just figured out, you know what? I could actually do this a different way. So one of the techniques that I use was, you know what? I can pretty much chunk the information um, it was it just boiled down to really structuring the book, outlining outlining the book uh, first, and putting down my thoughts, recording myself audio, just kind of talking through it, and then getting that stuff transcribed. 
Um, so that kind of helped me to kind of get a, a lot of the the text and all the the word the word count where I wanted it to be uh, without doing a lot of writing and then like fine tuning it. And did you find just just through that process of of writing the book that it it almost kind of it almost kind of guides you through a whole mental process of because when you first start writing you're almost not you're almost not the same person by the time you finish writing and it's almost a, a self-reflective process that you do regardless of what the topic is just the fact because you're taking your thoughts you're putting them down on paper and now you're organizing them and you're looking to put them into a a, a, a digestible manner that's going to make sense to almost any person that would pick it up and read it. And to me, that just feels like that's it's such a uh, a meditative process that can definitely not the fact not only just to get that get that book out there to to the world to have, to, to provide that value to people, but also just for the, the publisher for the person that's writing the book. I think it's very interesting to from that perspective. Absolutely, like you said, so it's definitely. Um a meditative process, you know, when I first was uh, started thinking about the book and some of the things that I wanted to, to put into the book, it was like looking at a table with uh, a puzzle that was you just dumped out of the box and you're like, OK, I have all these things in my mind. And when you're looking at that puzzle that's not put together and you're like, OK, this is the inside of my mind right now. How am I going to put these pieces together? And, um, you know, once you start to go through the process, everything starts to come together and you find pieces. It's, it's almost like new pieces of the puzzle appear that wow, we just added on a new scenery to this puzzle. So, you know, it's, it's just about getting started and, and just just moving forward. And things just happen for you. Now, Robin, you, you also started a podcast recently, and it's been very successful, and you've been connecting with a lot of entrepreneurs. With your experience so far of the individuals that you have spoke to, what are some of these themes that come up that are struggles for entrepreneurs that – and even hearing this, hearing the, the the people that you connect with, hearing it, and maybe relating to your own life, what are some of these common themes that that seem to come up? Well, recently, like you said, I started the Millennial School of Entrepreneurship podcast, and um, you know, I've spoken to a lot of entrepreneurs that that initially they didn't know how they could find how they'd be able to to monetize their passions. So for them, it was it was really about trying to figure out how you could add value to the world. So that was a reoccurring theme. And then one of the, another thing was how to how to balance your time because most entrepreneurs, young entrepreneurs that are not you know um going the startup route but more doing the lifestyle businesses and they, they keep a job. So how am I able to be productive and have the energy to continue to to grow a business and keep a job at the same time? So those were like some of the reoccurring things, some of the hur- hurdles that they've they've gone through and had to overcome. Uh, time management, being productive, and and understanding what type of value they had. You know, and that's interesting that you that you brought up time management because a lot of people today, if they if they're shifting from the traditional, you know, the forty hour work week that's straight. If you're coming from a job, you have that structure. So sometimes, for an individual that steps out of that, they may feel lost in the beginning. And I'm sure, and I can attest to it. I'm sure you can attest to it. It's it's finding that balance and. When you're your own boss and you're trying to figure out your schedule, sometimes you can get lost with certain practices and things that you're trying to do. And, and it's, it could be very difficult in the beginning to focus in your time when you're trying to find out, trying to, because here you are now, now you have this freedom of time. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs struggle with that is, is now taking all of that time and making sure that they're very effective with the time that they do have. Absolutely. It's just like taking the skills and, and taking the experiences that you have in, in at the workplace 
you know, you have a schedule, especially if you're coming from corporate or, you know, white collar job, especially, you know, you know that there's there's time for meetings, there's time to do work, you know, just kind of taking that schedule that you have and putting it into your business and treating your business like it's a real business and not just a hobby is when you start to see that transformation like, wow, OK, I just really need some structure here. So if you understand that from the very beginning and understand that you need to put in, you know, maybe 10x more you know, effort towards your business than you did at work and how to chunk that into, you know, different, uh, a different modality in terms of when you're going to be, you know, working your hardest, you know, that's when you'll get the, get the most productivity out of uh, whatever you're doing. Right, right. So Robin, I, I, I phrase this question differently to everybody and I'm curious mm-hmm. to what your answer will be with this. And it, it means something different to anybody. So to you, when you, when you think of finding happiness, what, what does that mean to you? For me, finding happiness is is ultimately being able to to live my life, uh, you know, to be healthy, to be financially free, to be able to have the experiences um, on this planet that I would like to have, you know, before I leave this place. You know, it's not necessarily about the money. It's just really about the experience and not being restrained from anything that, you know, I, I'd want to do. Uh, and that, that's kind of, a, you know, in a nutshell, you know, but um, a lot of people think that happiness is about, you know, having all the money in the world. But, you know, science is even proven. Um, studies show that people that even win the lottery, you know, after two years, they're still back to that level of happiness that they had, you know, two years prior when they were broke. So it's not necessarily um, the money. It's not the money. You know, it's about something else. It's about the activities that you um, do during your day, during your lifetime. You know, it's always interesting to see what somebody would do with a lot of money if it, if if they didn't have a lot of money, and then there was money that was awarded to them. It's interesting <laughs> to see what because I think it just it just amplifies who you are. If you're a giver, you're going to be more of a giver. If you're someone who's selfish, you may be more selfish with the money. You know, it's interesting because yeah. it's you're not just going to get a lot of money and then and then change. Usually that's, you know, there's, there has to be a big heart change for that to happen. It's not just going to happen because the money is given to you or you start making more money. Exactly. Like you said, it's amplified. It's, it's kind of like, uh, sad to say, like drinking alcohol, right? You know, some people will say <laughs> that when you drink alcohol, that's, it brings out who you really are. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's right. A lover, a fighter. <laughs> exactly. So you're going to see it, you know, if, if you, if you um, like you said, you, you just summed it up, you know, so don't follow the money. Follow your heart. That's right. That's right. Robin, when you hear the word gratitude, what comes to mind? When I hear the word gratitude, I think about just being thankful for for whatever it is that you had, that you have all your experiences for everything, realizing that everything is a blessing. Being able to wake up another day, you should be happy for that. The failures that you experienced in your life or what you thought was a failure, be happy for that because it wasn't a failure. It was a lesson. And once you understand that, that even the negative things that happened to you are for a purpose, and everything serves a purpose. That's when you you realize, wow, I should be grateful for everything, um, and you don't you shouldn't take life for granted. So that's that's what I think about just being thankful for everything that you experience, good or bad, because nothing's negative. It's all positive when you look at it from a different perspective. That that's what life is about. Yeah, and, you know, I love hearing how focused in you are, and 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 how on fire you are with your purpose. So when we think of productivity. Is are there certain practices that you that you implement on a daily basis to keep everything that you're doing moving forward? Yeah, well, certain practices. You know, I I tend to wake up 
like six in the morning to really, you know, because uh, my afternoons I like to spend, you know, with my kids. So I, I really try to set a schedule that keeps me productive. So every day I, I definitely like, you know, I like to write a little bit now every day, just write down my thoughts. You know, I wake up in the morning, do a little bit of exercising, do some meditation first thing in the morning. Um, and, you know, now I'm doing podcasting. So I try to schedule at least maybe one podcast every other day so that it keeps me in the mode of, you know, constantly doing it. So you, you realize that once you constantly do something for at least 30 days, it becomes a habit. So because yes, I used to yes. have a tendency that, you know, I, I had a lot of bad habits, you know, I'm the type of guy that um, I, I d- never ate breakfast <laughs> and then I'd eat dinner at like six o'clock and then want to snack <laughs> at 10 o'clock and then snack at 1030. So those are like the habits that I had. So I realized, you know, what? why not make good habits? So just trying to reverse those things and um, implement things that are productive and uh, beneficial into life. You know, that's what I try to practice now. What did you have to do to kind of remove those bad habits? Was it is it was it just focusing on new ones and and then the other ones would fall off, or did you have to really do a lot of work to get those habits out? Well, really, first of all, was identifying that they were bad habits. You know, because you've been I was doing them for so long. I was like, wow, just you just become acclimated and accustomed to it, right? So first, right, I had right. to realize, you know what? Let me step back and take a look at my life and evaluate: is it going in the direction that I wanted to go into? Whether that be health, financially, family, you know, all these things and, and trying to, to do a brain dump and say, you know what, let me clear my desk. Let me, you know, identify the things that I can change in my life and the things that I can't change. And once I did that, that exercise where I was able to clear my desk and say, hey, guess what? I can change these set of things in my life and those that I can't, I'll just throw them to the side. I, you know, I can't, I can't change that, whatever. And then I started to prioritize the things that I could change and, um, you know, once I started to do that and started to put that structure in place and a priority, that's when I was able to be more productive with my life and, and focus on the things that really mattered. And I became less stressed, too. That's not a beautiful thing. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Robin, so if somebody's listening, they're saying out loud in their head, they're saying, I'm a millennial. I, I have an idea. This could be a business idea. What can they expect if they come and they reach out to you and they look to come to you for coaching? Yeah. So if a millennial is thinking that, you know what, they, they had an idea and they wanted to talk to me about it, you know, what they would expect is we I sit down with that person. Um, you know, first we'll do a discover, discovery session. So just so I get an understanding about that, who they are, what their passions are, what their purposes are. Some people don't know. A lot of people come to me and they don't, they have no clue. I, you know, I remember talking to someone and um, she didn't know what she was passionate about. What her she just had, was. she just like, I got a burning desire to do something. She just, to do something. Okay. To do, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Do something. Yeah, and you know what? I had to reach into her and 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 instill that confidence in her to let her know that guess what? You are unique. You you do have something in there, and you know. So we went through like a question, a Q and A session, to identify what the things were in her life that she was, you know. Per, um, passionate about you know so like some of the things that I, I teach people is you know how to identify their passion how to identify their purposes what their skills are right what their talents are you know how to identify a niche once we once we figure out you know what you're good at and what what your skill sets are then i teach you okay good it's not only about that now now you got to be able to provide value and you need to make sure that it aligns with a group of people that is look that are looking for what you know you you want to give to them 
So, you know, I just take you through an entire process that will, you know, give you clarity and point you in the right direction in terms of creating a successful business online that you that you love. So let me just play the devil's advocate with this question. So if somebody has an idea and they're going to create something, are they going to make their business idea based around what they think it should be? Or is it more doing market research and, and it's based off of what they're, they're going to listen to the market or the people that they're reaching out to and then create their business idea or product around that? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, so, you know, someone has an idea, obviously it's, it's a balancing act. It's just like anything in life. You have to strike that balance. And and once, if things are out of balance, you know, it's never good. Whether, you know, you're eating too much sugars, you know, it's like <laughs> you, you'll get diabetes too much, too much salt. You, you'll get high blood pressure. Right. You know, so I, I teach people to try to identify that balance. Obviously you may have a, you may be passionate or, you know, have a purpose for something. Um, but it, again, it may not be, um, something that the market wants, but you can definitely strike a balance. So you definitely have to do research to see you take your what you're you're passionate about and what your skill sets are, and then go out and do those re- the research. And I teach people where to find how to do that research, right? How to create that unique selling proposal, that that value proposal that they have, um, and uh, how to identify their market. And once they're able to identify their market and understand what the market wants and what their needs are. Because it's not about you. It's about you adding value to other people. Once you can, once you understand that, that's when you'll be able to create a profitable business. And obviously, you know, some people are not able to create a business necessarily around their passion. But I do say, like, you can create a business to allow yes, you to free up your you time. That. Yeah, that's a, that's a big point. Yeah, you want to free up your time so that you can do things that you're passionate about. So that's a, that's the catch, you know, right there. It's not necessarily that you'll be able to to do something that you're, you might like to make pizza. You can start a, you know, a pizzeria, but you know, or create recipes online, but, or, you know, you might like to play with dogs again. I mean, I can think in my mind of businesses that you can start, but they may not necessarily jump out like that, but still you definitely um, have to find that balance and um, do what makes sense. Yeah. Sometimes that could, it can be slightly dangerous to just say, I'm going to start a business around my passion. I mean, you want to be passionate about it, but you have to also do the work and the research to see is this something that could be profitable as well because you want it to be sustainable. Um, Absolutely. And you'd be back to work. You'd be, <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> so, Robin, I want to ask you a question. We're coming to the end of today's call, but I want to ask you because I really appreciate anytime somebody comes on and, and we're all so busy today and, and I, I don't take it lightly when, when somebody comes on and shares some of their time with me on the show. Mm-hmm. So I want to frame it this way. If you were suddenly at the end of your life and you were reflecting on all that you have been through, all that you've done, all that you've created, what kind of impact would you want to be remembered for? Wow, that's an awesome question. You know, I just really want to be remembered as someone that helped inspire and uplift his generation and the generation after. You know, I want to be remembered as that person that just really helped bring positivity to the world. And help to to help, and I help bring happiness to to everyone that I came into contact with, and I taught other people how to find their own happiness, and ultimately push them towards towards self actualization. You know, uh, thank you so much for sharing that, and it's, it's a blessing to hear that too, and just to see what you're doing, and also I always I look up to anybody that that is a especially yourself, your father, your leader to your kids, and it's it's inspiring to see that because it's the path that I'm on, and I think any any man that can stand up and and define what that means to to them to be a leader for their kids and and 
and how you're focusing in to make sure that what you're doing is allowing you to have that time freedom with your family is so important. And I hope that that's what people get out of this call today is that you can create something for yourself that will sustain you. It'll sustain your family and it'll create an amazing, not only the sustainability, but it'll give you freedom in your life to to do the things that matter the most. And I think that's what our generation is is pointing out because like we were talking about yesterday about the past generations, always, the focus was just having that job. Yep. And it's so important. Of course, we need to be making that money to have the security for our family. But I think our generation is waking up and especially with the implement, implement, implementation of technology today, of, of how accessible, it's never been more accessible than it is today to, to, than it is today to become an entrepreneur. All it takes is to have that heart to have an idea, to have the guts, to, to be ready to, to face failure. Those are the people that make it. And, and when, you, when you face those failures and you take action, you're going to create that space like you are with, with having the, the time freedom to be with your family. And that's so inspiring to, some, to people that are listening because I think it's something that everybody wants. It's just trying to figure out how to get to that point. And that's why I love that you have this platform for people to connect with you and to, to learn how they too can feel like they're a business, you know, have, have a business and, and, and start it off and, and make it profitable to the point that it's sustaining them. Exactly. Thank you, Dr. Tom. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. So Robin, what's the best way for everybody to connect with you? I'm going to head over to robincoke.com, but also what is the best way for them to connect with you today? You know, people, if they need to connect with me, you know, they can go to robincoke.com. If you, you know, you can send me an email from there or you can email directly, email me directly, um, at rcoke at rolvincoke.com. You know, shoot me an email directly and I'll, you know, I'll get back to you. Uh, also, you can check out the Millennial School of Entrepreneurship.com. Uh, you know, so I, there I have a number of courses and products and I'll be bringing out more soon, doing a lot of joint ventures coming up. They can also check out the Millennial School of Entrepreneurship podcast in iTunes um, that just, just recently launched. So that's out there as well. And, excellent, uh, excellent. So, Robin, this has been great, man. Thank you so much for coming on and for really showing people, especially we're in that same we're in that same boat in the same generation, showing them what is possible and what could be done. And, and I think people are looking for that guidance. So, I just want to say thank you for what you're doing and really the road that you're paving to to help people find that niche and find that business idea that that next idea that they can ha- they can have and create absolutely dr tom thank you so much for having me on the show i love what you're doing um i appreciate you giving me the time to be able to to share my passion and my purpose with the world and um i i, I want to just uh, commend you for taking a step out to be able to 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 interview other people that are inspiring the generation in the world as well um you're serving your purpose as well Oh, th- thank you so much, Robin. Thank you, man. I received that. All right. So keep in touch and we'll talk soon. Absolutely. Thank you. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Positivity Effect. I promise to keep sharing inspiring stories with the guests every single day. I hope you feel inspired and I hope that we start some self-reflection in you on topics like transparency, compassion, and empathy please check out the website at positivityeffect.com. Sign up for the newsletter and I'll send you some tips to get you thinking more positively. If you're really enjoying the positivity effect, please tell someone about the show. Together we can create a ripple effect of positivity throughout our world 
something that we need so desperately today. So thanks again so much for listening. See you tomorrow for another episode of The Positivity Effect.